Today's daf is Ksubis daf Pei Aleph, and we are five lines from the bottom of daf Pei Amid Beis. Iboilo. So the Mishnah was discussing a Shemeres Yavam Shemesa. A Shemeres Yavam that dies. So Reuven and Shimon were brothers. Reuven was married, died without children, left over a wife. Shimon, the surviving brother, has a mitzvah to do either Yibam or Chalitza with Reuven's Almana. Thus, until Shimon does either Yibam or Chalitza, Reuven's Almana is considered a Shemeres Yavam. The Mishnah is discusses what happens if Ruven's Zalmana dies during this interim period that she's a Shemeres Yavam. The question is, who Yarshins her? Do her Yarshim Yarshin her, such as her father or any other Yarshim that she may have? Or does the Yavam, who the Mishnah refers to as Yarshi Habal, why is the Yavam Yarshi Habal? Because if the Yavam would do Yibom, he would be b'mokayim habal. He would yarshin all of his brothers nechasim. Or so does the yavam yarshin her. The yarshin ha'av, her yarshin yarshin her. Or is it the yavam, who is the yarish of her husband, is he the one that yarshins her? So it was a machloikis, beishamay and beisilol. Beishamay oimrim yachloiku. Beishamay says yachloiku. Beisilol oimrim nechasim becheskasan. That it depends which nechasim. And beisilol divides all the nechasim that the woman may have into three categories. The categories are her ksuba. The ksuba is the mono or the masayim, or maybe, maybe any toysvis ksuba that her husband obligated to pay her before they got married. The ksuba, the Additionally, you have the Nechsei Tzayim Barzal. Nechsei Tzayim Barzal are any Nechasim that she brought into her marriage, but included in the Ksuba. And the third class is the Nechsei Maluk. So what's the Halacha? The Nechsei Tzayim Barzal and the Ksuba, the Yovam would Yarshin. The Nechsei Maluk, she would Yarshin. And that's based on the basic understanding of how Nechsei Maluk works and how Nechsei Tzayim Barzal works, things that we've talked about in the past. Beishamai argues, Beishamai says, Yachloiku, which the Gemara Masechtis Yuvamis, incidentally, the Aflamet Chesam at base clarifies, just means that the Nechsei Melugo Yachloiku, meaning the Gemara says that even Beishamai that says in the Mishnah Yachloiku agrees that the Nechsei Tzayim Barzal and the Ksuba the Yovam would Yarshin. It's only the Nechsi Meluk, which technically is hers. It's there that Beishamai argues it with Beisilol. And whereas Beisilol says, Nechsi Meluk, her Yarshim Yarshin, according to Beishamai, Nechsi Meluk, Dalach is going to be Yachloiku. So either way, according to Beisilol, we have a situation where the Shemeres Yovam died, she left over Nechasim, and she has two sets of Yarshim. The two sets of Yarshim are her Yarshim and the Yovam who's referred to in the Mishnah as her late husband's Yarshim. The Shailam of the Gemara is, Shemeres Yavon that dies, Mi Koivra, who is obligated to bury her. Now what's the Shailah? The Shailah is that the Gemara on Daf Mem Zayin said that every husband is obligated to bury his wife after she dies. And the reason is, says the Gemara, Tiknu Kvurasa Tachas Ksubasa. That because when a woman dies, the husband Yarshins her Ksuba, he's no longer obligated to pay her a ksuba, when does the husband give his wife a ksuba? If she dies, if he dies first, or if he gives her a get, but if she dies first, obviously he's not going to give her a ksuba. He's going to yarshin, he's going to keep it for himself, he's not going to give it over to her yarshin, for example. So, tachas, the fact that he's going to keep her ksuba, that he's obligated to bury her. So, the question is this Shemeris Yovam, when she dies, who is the one that's obligated to bury her? What's the question? Should the Yorshe Yavam, meaning the Yovam, be obligated to bury her? Because 
he is Yarshin in the Ksuba. We said the Yovam gets the Nechzitzim Barzal and the Yovam gets the Ksuba. Or maybe her Yarshim are going to Yarshin her. Because although they don't get the Ksuba and they don't get the Nechzitzim Barzal, they do get the Nechzim Iluk. So over here we have two different sets of Yarshim. Which one of the Yarshim is obligated in the Kfur? Now, Pesos asks right away, read the Lashon HaGemara. The Braisa and Dachman Zayinam at Beis was, Tiknu Mezayin Oisea Tachas Maisir Deo Ukfurasa Tachas Ksubasa. It seems pretty clear that the Kfur is Tachas. If it's Tachas the Ksuba and the Ksuba the Yovam is Yarshaning, then you would think, just based on the Lashon Abraisa, that it's the Yovam that should be obligated Bikfura. And just because the Yarshaya of or her Yarshim are Yarshaning her Nechsem Malog, that's not a reason that they should be Chayiv in Kfura. That's why it says Kash. You have to say the Gemara in the Ibailu who felt that the Lashon Ksuba is loved after. The point is, it's Tiknu Kfurasa Tachas Yerushasa. In exchange for the fact that the husband Yarshin is his wife, therefore he's obligated to bury her. But over here, where there's no husband, she's a Shemeresi of him. And as a result, it's not so black and white. Rather, there are two sets of Yarshin. On the one hand, you have her Yarshin. On the other hand, you have the Yavam, who was Yarshining her late husband. Therefore, it was a Shiloh to the Gemara. Could you say that Ksubas refers to Benendichrin and other Ksubit related tonight, Ksubit so Tosa discusses that. If you look at Tosa, the Pirush Akunches the Madam of Becheskes Yoshia Yisha Havali Lemeimah the Koyarsi Nami Nedunyos. Tosa wants to know why the Gemara is not discussing that. Al Nichalei Lasuke. I didn't really go through Tosa as well, but both the second to last Tosa and the last Tosa on the Yomim get involved in that. But says the Gemara. So that was a shy. Omer of Amram of Amram said Toshma. I have it right. The time we went to the Brisa Shemeres Yom Shemeso Yersheho Yersheik Subasa Chayam Bekfurasa. A Mefurish Brisa that says that her Yarshim, which Yarshim, the Yersheik Subasa, who is the Yavam, he's the one that's obligated to bury her. Omer Abaya Abaya said Afan Anami Tenino. I have a Raya not only from a Brisa, but I have a Raya from a Mishnah. So in the Brisa it's Mefurish and Abadik in the Mishnah Abaya said Amonin is in his Menachsiyah Soimim. The Lach is that after a man dies, his sons Yarshim. Although his sons Yarshim him. But his daughters and the almana are both have schusim in the estate that the man leaves over in that nizaynis that they're both supported. So the Mishnah says almana nizaynis menachs yisaymim umaisi yodeh shalhem. In exchange for the fact that the yisaymim have to support the almana, any work that she does they get. However, they the yisaymim are not obligated to bury her when she dies. Who is obligated to bury her when she dies? Yersheho yersheik subasa chayavim mikfurasa. So the Mishnah says her yershem that are the yersheik subasa. They're the ones that are chayav bikfurasa. Now, Abayi made a diok. Why didn't the Mishnah just say Yersheha chayav bikfurasa? What's this lashon Yersheha Yersheik subasa chayav bikfurasa? It sounds like there are different types of Yarshin. and the Mishnah's identifying which Yarshin are the ones that are chayav bikfurasa. It's the Yersheha which are Yersheik subasa. Basically, I'm on a sheishas na Yarshim. So who's the one that has to Yarshim? Have you ever seen Shemeres Yavam? It's a Shemeres Yavam, and the Mishnah says Yersheha Yersheik subasa. So which one of the Yarshin is the Yersheik subasa that is? The Yavam, it's the Yarshe Habal. So Abaya said it's a deal from a Mishnah like the Brisa that said Mefurish that Yarshe or Yarshe Ksuvasa, Chayavim Bikfurasa, that although her Yarshim, Yarshim the Nechsim Elug, but it's not the Yarshe Nechsim Elug that are Chayav Bikfurasa when she dies, but rather it's the Yarshe Ksuvasa that are going to be Chayav Bikfurasa when she dies. Says the Gemara, Omar Rava. So Rava and Abaya are now going to have a, a Shaklavitaria, a Shaklavitaria which just Pashup Shan and the Gemara requires a lot of Iyun and a lot of beer. There's a couple of right turns and left turns that the Gemara is going to take that really are difficult to learn on the Dafyami level, but we'll do what we do. So, Omar Rava, Rava asked Abaya, Vilema, a very basic question. You're obligating the Yavam 
to bury the Shemeris Yovam when she dies on the premise that he's Yarshin in Kirksuba. And just like the Brysa said earlier in the Masechta, on the Mem Zayin Amit Beis, that every husband is obligated to bury his wife if she dies before him because he Yarshins her Ksuba when she dies before him. So now the husband's not alive. All there is is a Yavon, but the Yavon Yarshins her Ksuba. And being that the Yavon Yarshins her Ksuba, he's the Yarshi Abba the Mishnah. So being that the Yavon Yarshins her Ksuba, he now is B'mokkim, the brother, and therefore obligated to bury her. But Rav asked a nice kasha. The Yavon, is he Yarshining the Shemeres Yavon? He's not the Yarshining the Shemeres Yavon. He has no schus in the Shemeres Yavam. The Yavam is yarshining his late brother. So being that he's li- yarshining his late brother, why should he be obligated to bury her? Bishloim the husband when he was alive, and she died before him. He had a chiv ksuba. He now yarshin that chiv ksuba. So Tmuras, the ksuba that he yarshins, the Chachamim said, now bury your wife. But the brother, the Yavam, is not was never married to this woman. He's not yarshining the ksuba directly from the woman. He has a din to yarshin the brother that died. And being that the brother is getting the ksuba, so therefore he now gets the ksuba. But he's not yarshining the woman directly. He's yarshining his brother. So being that he's yarshining his brother, why should he then be obligated to bury him? That was Rav's kasha. Oh, my Rav, let the Yovam say, meaning I'm not yarshining the isha, I'm yarshining my brother. And being that I'm yarshining my brother, therefore, there's no reason for there to be this takono of chiv kvuro, this is where it gets a little tricky. Zabai responded to Rava, Mishim the Ban, Olam Mishnei Tzadim, because we're going to tell him Memonav Shach Im Achiv Yoyresh. If you're telling me that you're yashining your brother, meaning you're now coming b'makayim your brother, you're yashing your brother. You are in the place of your brother. Then Yikvar is Ishtay. Then just like your brother, had he been alive, would have had an obligation to bury his wife. You now who are yashining your brother are. This is a leap. But coming b'mokim your brother, and therefore, if your brother was alive, he would have to bury his wife. You should have to bury his wife as well. Meaning, by yarshining your brother, you're becoming your brother. And any chiv your brother would have, you should have as well. And if your brother would have a chiv to bury his wife, you should also have a chiv to bury his wife. You have to know why that's a svara. And the other side of the mamon of shach, which also needs to be understood, is an enoi koiver as ishtoi. And Elamai, you're telling me that you don't want to bury her? But at least, yitein ksubasa. At least you should have to give the ksuba. So the Abaya responded to Rava that I'm not asking to what you're saying because just because you're yarshing the brother doesn't necessarily mean that you should be potter from kvura because if you're yarshing the brother it means you're becoming b'makam your brother. You're becoming b'makam your brother then you should have any obligations that your brother had. If you somehow now want to be b'makam the brother and not bury you, her then you should have to pay ksuba because your whole schus of ksuba is related to the fact that you're obligated to bury her. So if you're going to now say, I'm not burying her, then at the very least, you should be obligated to pay ksuba. So Omale, so Rava responded to Abaya, No, let me clarify myself a little bit better. I believe that the brother's not yarshining the Yavama, rather the Yavam, the brother is Yashining his brother. And therefore, there's no direct obligation to the Yavama because he's not Yashining the Yavama. He's Yashining the brother. What was your Kasha? That if you've been mocking your brother, then you should have the obligation of your brother, which is bury her. I don't want to bury her. What was your next Taina? 
it was like a man of shach, the ban of mishnei tzadim. If you don't bury her, then give ksuba. That makes no sense because like in ksuba, like with michayim. There no, makes no sense for me to give ksuba because the chi of ksuba rava saying, and this this point is going to be the emphasis of the sugya. This is really the point you have to get. Like nin ksuba is mechayim. It doesn't make sense for me to be obligated to pay ksuba because when do you pay ksuba? Ksuba is paid when a married woman's husband dies or gives her a get. This chi of ksuba never really was chal because although the Yavama's husband died, but it says in the Lashon HaKsuba that when your husband dies and you are now going to be mutter l'shok to go marry anybody that you want, then there's going to be an obligation to pay Ksuba. This woman whose husband died, is she mutter to marry anybody that she wants? No. And the reason is because she's a Shemeris Yavam. So Rav is saying that you can't say that if I don't want to bury, pay Ksuba, because there is no Chi of Ksuba. So to pay Ksuba is not a Tzad. The whole Shaila is, should I bury her, or should I not bury her? Rav is saying, I don't have a direct Chi to bury her, because I'm not Yarshining the Ksuba directly from her. The Ksuba that I'm getting, I'm getting from the brother. So therefore, I'm not, I have no obligations to her. You want me to be Bimkam the brother, and say, just like the brother bury, had a Chi to bury, so too, I, I should have a Chi too? I prefer not to. Ah, you'll tell me if you're not, then pay ksuba. It makes no sense to pay ksuba because the chiv ksuba was never really chal. But Abaya responded to Rava and Abaya said that you're making a diak in the Lashon ksuba and because of your diak, you want to say that it makes no sense for a yavam to have a, a chiv to give the yavam of the ksuba because the whole point, the whole only when she's muteris l'shuk. And in this case, she's not muteris l'shuk because she's bound by the zika. She can't marry her if she wants because she's a shemeris yovah. But man, shamalei d'islam medjish ksuba. Who's the man of manchas that holds medjish ksuba? Medjish ksuba means that we darshan the lashon ksuba to impact halacha v'shamai. V'shamai no lulu v'shamai. That mishtarim and lugavitz kigavidami. And v'shamai has a shita who holds that every star. And ksuba is a star. That's oy made league voice. Is kagavidami that if a loy has a, a malv has a star that says that I lent somebody a thousand dollars, it's kagavidami. It's if he has those thousand dollars. The tanan. So first, who's that beishamai? We learned in the mishnah. Meisu balei matchle shasu in the context of a soita, suffix soita. So there was kinu and stira. And the halach is that the woman now has to go to the beishamikdash. She has to drink to the meis. She has to drink the meisaita. Meisaita is going to decide whether she was mezana. She wasn't mezana. So the tanan we learned in the mishnah. Meisu balei matchle shasu. What happens if the husband dies before? She has an opportunity to drink from the Mesoite. Bishamim, Bishamim says, Noitlois Ksubasa, Veloishoisis. The halach is that the only time a woman can drink from the Mesoite is if her husband's alive. Because it says in the Torah, Behavior Ish as Ishtoyel Akoyen, if the husband's alive, she drinks from the Mesoite. If the husband's not alive, she doesn't drink from the Mesoite. So what happens if the husband dies? So that's what the Mishnah is discussing. She can't drink from the Mesoite anymore. So she's now going to die a suffix Soita. So the question is, what happens? to her ksuba. Her husband died. If she wasn't mezana, she'd get her ksuba. But if she was mezana, she can't drink the mesaita. So what's the halacha with ksuba? Said mesuba, if the husband dies, we had this in Yavamas. Actually, shasu, before she drank. Bishamim, Bishamim says, noitlis ksuba. So she gets her ksuba, she can't drink because behavior is just ishtai, the husband's not alive. Therefore, she gets her ksuba. Besula and Besula says, either she drinks, or she doesn't get ksuba. So first of all, the Gemara asks, Besula says she has an option to drink. No, she can't drink. It's a possible in the Torah. The husband has to bring his wife to Bezdin, and that's not possible. Hello. Rather, what does the Mishnah mean? What did Bisil mean? Because she doesn't drink, therefore, so we have a machlekes, whether she gets ksuba, not everybody agrees she doesn't drink, because the question is, now that she's not drinking, so she's going to die a suffix right now, does she get ksuba or not? 
the husband's dead. Technically, there's a chi of ksuba ba'olam, but not if she was mazana tachtav. If she was mazana tachtav, she loses her ksuba. So that's the question. We don't know if she was mazana because the suffolk. I wouldn't have the mesoita to be pushed the suffolk. Does she get it or not? Bishamai said noitlis ksuba. Ubeisulul says loy noitlis ksuba. So the Gemara says Bishulul is the pashim shot. Why is Bishulul the pashim shot? We're not sure if she drank or not. You can't go now to the Yisoyim to collect the Ksuba. Bring a Raya first that you're not a Saita, that you're entitled to Ksuba, and then you'll get Ksuba. But Beshama, you're not a Ksuba, but she says, hey, and Beshama. Beshama says she gets Ksuba. So this came up in Yavam Islam, in Chesam Adbez, in the context of the Sugya, Safik Moitzim Edevadai. And the Gemara said, maybe Beshama holds Safik Moitzim Edevadai. Because you see, Beshama holds that she would get Ksuba. So the Gemara says, that's not Pshat and Beshamai. Beshamai is not that he holds suffix to Moitzi Bidevadai. Rather, because every Beshamai star oimed ligvois kagavoidami. Beshamai holds that a star that's oimed ligvois is kagavoidami, meaning the husband's not considered a muhsik. She's considered a muhsik. Although the husband has the money, but she has a star that says that he owes him her the money. And that star makes it kagavoidami. It's as if she already collected the money. It's as if the money's in her possession. It's as if the money is in her possession. So, therefore, in a case of suffix, she's the one that's going to get the money. So either way, Beishamai holds So what's Abayas Taina back to Rava? Abayas Taina back to Rava is again Abayas said that Shemeres Yovam Shemesa Mi Yarsha the Yovam's going to yarshin her. Why is the Yovam going to yarshin her? Because the Yovam yarshins the Ksuba, and being that the Yovam yarshins the Ksuba, Tiknu Kfurasa Tachas Ksubasa. So therefore, he's obligated to bury her. Rava's Taina was, he's not yarshining the Yavama, he's yarshining his brother. And being that he's yarshining his brother, there should be no chiyov kvura. So Abayah said, but Mamon you yarshining your brother means you're your brother. If you're your brother, you should have a chiyov kvura. And if you don't want to bury her, at least pay the ksuba. So Rava's Taina was, what do you mean? I pay the ksuba. Don't make sense to pay ksuba because the whole chiyov ksuba first comes by Ulam when she becomes Muteras Lashuk. She was never Muteras Lashuk. So that's sad. Of your Mammon of Shach. It's not clear what the Mammon of Shach is, but that's sad in the Mammon of Shach. And Abayah's words is not real because the, there's no sad to pay Ksuba because as long as the Yavim's alive, there is no Chiv Ksuba. But Abayah's kind of back was is that who's the one that's Medayak the Lashon Ksuba? That's all Beishamai. Beishamai holds Shtaroi Medlikvayt Kagavidomi. Therefore, According to Beishamai, it's Pashit, what the Gemara is saying, is that the Yorshei Habal, the Yovan, would be obligated to bury her. Because if the old Shtar Dami, then Rav's whole Lamdus was wrong. Rav's Lamdus was, I'm not Yarshining her, I'm Yarshining my brother. What do you mean? I Yarshining the brother? The brother never gave the Ksuba, she never got the Ksuba. So I'm not Yarshining it from her, I'm getting it from my brother. But according to Beishamai, although the brother never gave the Ksuba, it's as if she got the Ksuba. I mean that it's as if she got the Ksuba, now that she dies, we would have to look at it as if you're yarshining her. And if you look at it as if you're yarshining her, so then it would make sense that you have a direct relationship with her, you're yarshining her, you're yarshining her, therefore you should be mechuyiv to bury her. So that was the Gemara's final time. But the Gemara asks that, I don't understand the whole shayla over here. The Gemara is saying, Ilu, Rava is saying, is darshining medrash ksuba. Or Abayah is darshaning medrash the loshan aksuba. The loshan aksuba is is like a shetinasi lacha. You'll be allowed to marry somebody else. That's when the chiyuv ksuba is going to come boilon. So if you hold like beishamai that you darshan the loshan ksuba, so then you are. If you hold like beishamai that you darshan the loshan ksuba, then the chiyuv ksuba only comes once you muteres l'shok. But if you hold like beisul doesn't darshan the loshan ksuba, then a shemeres yavam would be 
entitled, it would be considered that the Chi of Ksuba is Ba'ulam as soon as Ruven dies. But the Gemara has a problem with that. In the way the Mepharshim explained the Gemara's Kasha, that the Gemara's Kasha, why should it be Toloi in whether you Darshan Lashon Ksuba or not? At the end of the day, Ksuba is only Chal, just based on the Poshib Shadow, what Ksuba is, when you're ready to marry somebody. So that even if you don't Darshan Medrash Ksuba, still there should be no chiv ksuba chal at the time that the shemere, that the, that the brother dies, when Reuven dies. So the Gemara says, The reason it wasn't so posh to the Gemara, and it's really totally in Russian, whether you dash medrash ksuba or not, is because a yava maybe is considered an achar. So the point is that what we need just to move right, this is, like I said, this is a difficult Gemara, but to, in order to just move Pashup Shah and the Gemara right, what we have over here is a Machlikis of Ayavirava. We have a Machlikis of Whether, when Ruvain dies without children and he leaves over a Shemeres Yavam, whether or not, because the Shemeres Yavam now has a Zika to Shimon, and Shimon has a, a, a mitzvah to either do Yibam v'chalitza, whether we look at it as if she is now a regular Amana, who technically can marry an acher, somebody else, and therefore the chi of ksuba was chal, or whether we say that the yovam is not considered an acher, she can't just marry anybody else, and the yovam himself is not just a random other person, it is a isha hiknu leimen hashemayim over here, it's not just an ordinary person, and as a result, the chi of ksuba maybe was not chal. The Loshan Gemara earlier was, whether nitnu ksuba ligveis mechayim, or light nitnu ksuba ligveis mechayim, meaning every time the the brother dies without children. Do we look at it as if he's still alive? Why is he still alive? Because he has a brother that has a isha hiknu leimen hashamayim. So therefore, loy nitne ksuba ligves mechaim. The chiv ksuba wasn't chal. Or perhaps we don't look at it as if he is the brother. He's already already, already another person, and therefore the halacha is that it's not mechaim anymore. So therefore, nitne ksuba ligavos. Is it nitne ksuba ligavos, or is it loy nitne ksuba ligavos? So every time the yavam comes into the picture, maybe the yibum already, or certainly while we're in the state of shemeres yavam, do we look at it as if the chiv ksuba was chal, or do we not look at it as if the chiv ksuba is chal? So it says the gemara shalach lei rava Rava sent the following shaila to abaya biyad rav shmaya barzayir. Shmaya barzayir was the shlech. You are by say that nitnuksuva ligvois mechayim vatanya, but we learned to the brisa. Rababa im Rababa said, "Alti esumchas, I esumchas, or esushim kabenichsayov of kaitz the voice." We had a loch in the Mishnah on the peyam days that when a man dies and leaves over a yovon, the yovon then does yibum. So obviously there's a ksuba. However, the ksuba is on nechse baila rishon. So his own nechasim are not meshubat to the ksuba, but rather it's his. The brother that died, it's his nechasim that I'm a shubat Because of that, chal made a takana. What was the takana? That although the Yovam Yarshin's his late brother, however, he's not allowed to sell any of those nechasim. And even if he has peyros or he has metaltalin, he has to take those metaltalin, convert them into karka. He could eat the peyros, but the karka, the underlying karen that his late brother left over, it's all meshubat to And it doesn't matter how off the ratio is between what the chiv ksuba is, and how much money he left over, all the money is meshubah to the ksuba. So the question is, what does this man do? So now let's say Yarshind a, a lot of money, and he has a small ksuba, so he has to now sit on all this money for all these years, waiting until he pays up the ksuba so that he can finally use this money. It, it, it just, so, what you, so what if somebody wants to do something with this money? So Abba said, I asked Sumchas that question. Sumchas. said, yeah, there's a good etzah. If he's a koyin, then 
then the eight is not as good. Yasa Suda Bifayas, then you should make a Suda, try to be Mephayas, right? Try to get her to be Michael, to agree to allow him to sell, them, sell some of these possessions. That's your only Yitzah. But in Yisrael, if he's Yisrael, there's a better idea. Megar Shabagat, he could give her a get, pay her to Ksuba Vyachsa, and that'll remarry her. So they'll be uh, married at the end, but in the meantime, because he gave her a get, he paid off to Ksuba, he freed up the lien on all the Nechassim that he ashened from his brother. He'll remarry her, he'll give her his own Ksuba. His own Ksuba is not, doesn't have all these tight regulations that he can't sell this, he can't move that. And then it's not going to be such a big deal. Coin doesn't have an Yitzah of doing that. You can't do that. You can't what do that. But you can't do that. That's what the Mishnah said. She says, you can't do that. That's the point. You can't do it. So a regular ksuba, maybe you could, but this is not something that you can do. So the question is, now we're talking over here, and this is the key. This Braisa was discussing a Yavam, right? Because if we're not discussing a Yavam, they don't have the Shaila. The whole Shaila is a Yavam. A Yavam who doesn't have his own ksuba. The Chachamim said that the Shibut Ksuba is all from the late brothers Nechassim. So therefore, this Allah is true. So the Gemara's question is, If the Lizvin, why is this Allah true? Bishloima, if loy nitnuksuva ligvis michaim, then I understand it. But you're telling me nitnuksuva ligvis michaim, which means the chiv ksuba is technically here. <laughs> if the chiv ksuba is technically ba'ilam, then why shouldn't you be able to be miyachi certain possessions? Why should you have to go through everything that Sumcha said? Why is your Abba and Sumcha even having this conversation? Why can't you just be miyachi these nechassan? The Gemara somehow thinks that this whole issue is only an issue if you hold loy nitnuksuva ligvis michaim. But if you hold nitnuksuva michaim, it shouldn't be a problem. So I'm showing Explain that the Gemara's cash is more than that. The old Nick Ksuba is like, I just pay the Ksuba and finish. Invite the Gigang. Again, every line on this Gemara is. Needs beer. And sell the rest. So the Gemara asks, Sabai responded to Rav, Rav, why are you asking me from Rabab and Sumchis? Why didn't you ask me from the Mishnah? What did the Mishnah say? The same Allah. Premise of Rabbi Abba Shaila was really based on a Mishnah. The Mishnah said that you can't be Miyach in the Chosen. Rabbi Abba just said, So what should you do? So Rabbi Abba had, yes, yeah, someone had two Eitzes, had to go about it. The, the Kasha was not from the Eitzes, the Kasha was from the underlying issue. Why is there even a problem? Why can't you be Miyach in the Chosen? The fact that you can't be miyach in the chasm, you don't need a diak in a conversation between Rabbi and Sukhas. That's a Mephulish Mishnah. So, so Abai asked Rava, I'm, I'm a little confused over here. For Lusmi Masi, why didn't he ask a Kashmir from the Mishnah? What do you see in the Mishnah? If you somehow hold that's a steer to this halacha, so it's a Kashmir from the Mishnah. So, no, he said, no, because that reason I didn't ask you from near Abai is because there, maybe the Mishnah is not saying a halacha. Maybe the Mishnah is just giving an Eitzatoiva. Why is it an Eitzatoiva? So it's also a little bit unclear, but maybe the Yetzir Taiva is, is that if you're going to be miyachin money for Ksuba, then the Ksuba, and this is the way the Mepharshim explained it, you're going to be miyachin money for the Ksuba, the Ksuba is somehow going to get lost, or it's going to get stolen. That money, I'm sorry, is going to get lost or stolen. You're going to have to write a new Ksuba, because what Mayor says, is also Lisha is an Ishtabi like Ksuba. So you're going to have to end up writing a second Ksuba. That's where you're going to get messed up. So it's an Yetzir Taiva, don't be miyachin the Chasim like Ksuba. You think you're benefiting by doing that. If that money now gets lost, you're going to have to pay a cipher, you're going to have to go through the whole process with the Kinyanim of writing a Ksuba again. So it's an Yetzir Taiva, don't do that. And the Eloi Tema, I'll prove to you that maybe the mission just means an Eitzatayva. Because Seifa Dektani, there was a Seifa to the mission. 
Mishnah. What was the saving the Mishnah? The Chaim Yoimar Adam Ishtoi, a person shouldn't tell his wife, Harik Subasek Munachis like Allah Shulchan. Elo, call Nechas of Achron Luxubas Ishtoi. Iboilo, Lizvune, Hakanabi, Lemotzi, Mazbin. The same exact halacha that the Mishnah said regarding Yavam and Yavam, the Mishnah said regarding a husband and a wife. That's not true regarding a husband and a wife that the man can't sell his Nechasim. Elo, my what has to be Poshib Shah. You learn Mishnahis. What's Poshib Shah in the Mishnah? A person can't tell his wife, here's your Nechasim. You could be Miyakin Nechasim for Ksuba. What must be Poshib Shah in the Mishnah? It's an Eitzatoiva. It's not such a good idea because once you tie the ksuba to this particular money, then if you lose that money, you're going to have no choice but to write a ksuba, and you don't have to go through the, the headache of writing a ksuba. Elamai must be it's an etzatayva. Kamashmol Elad Rabbi Abba Kasha. So Rabbi said that's why I didn't ask for the Mishnah because I knew the Mishnah wasn't telling me a halacha pluka. The Mishnah was just an etzatayva. But I have a Kasha Rabbi Abba. Why is it a Kasha Rabbi Abba? Because Rabbi Abba asked Sumchis, a guy that wa- he's not interested in etzatayvas. He wants to sell his nachasim. Is there an etzah? So he said either make a grace suda or divorce his wife, remarry her. So he's not looking for. Uh, he's not interested in the etzatayvas. So obviously, there's no etzah because if there was no etzah, then he would have uh, told him what he should have said. So the Mishnah said, No, Rabbi Abba, nami like. From Eva. There, there's also an Eva Cheshman. What's the? What, there's also an Eitz Tayva Cheshman. What's Eitz Tayva? Eva. If you're going to be miyached, if you're going to start selling off all your nechasim, and you're just going to be miyached a particular nechasim for your ksuba, the man's going to, the wife's going to think that maybe you have intentions to divorce her. Because if you don't have intentions to divorce her, then why are you being miyached? Why are you getting so busy over here about? Um, uh, really, this is the money that you're sending aside for my ksuba. That's nice. <laughs> is there anything else you want to tell me? So. Uh, it, it, it's something we need to discuss. It, it, this, it, it's going to go to a situation where it may create Eva. I mean, that it may create Eva. That's not a. The mish, therefore, Sumcha said, you want an Eitz Toiva. How to be Miyachin Nechassim for Yuxuba, or how to free up the lean on all the Nechassim without creating Eva? This is a better idea. Now, I'm going to ask you, is this a better idea? So to be Mephias or with a Suda, that's, that's good. That's, that's a good thing. That's positive. We're, we're, we're moving in the right direction. But divorce her and remarry her. So again, they say, that is is because you're going to divorce your wife. At least when, at that moment, maybe you'll be a little bit uncomfortable. But when you remarry her, then already I call Yovah So it's better divorce your wife and remarry her rather than live with her in a state of Eva. That's what the Gemara says.